Hello and welcome to Vision Scope, a program designed to educate and inform on matters relating to disabilities. My name is Wilbert Williams. Good to have you joining me today for another episode of Vision Scope. This is a special program. This is episode 100. And so we decided that we would do something extra special for you. In this program, you're going to hear from a number of guests who came on the program and who gave us motivational statements. So we will play some of them for you. Also, you're going to get a motivational word and invocation done by Pastor Truth, which is taken from a program in January of this year. And you're going to also hear from a friend of mine, Patrick Lafayette. Patrick and I have been friends from way back. You will recall in one of the earlier episodes, Patrick was on the show and we talked about his introduction of accessible computers to blind persons in Jamaica. And I was one of those who benefited from that early introduction. So I invited Patrick to come on, talk a little bit about the genesis of Vision Scope. I'm Patrick Lafayette, and I'd like to take this time to Give my heartiest congratulations to Mr. Wilbert Williams on achieving his 100th presentation of his podcast, Vision Scope. I can remember the genesis of uh, that podcast. As a matter of fact, the application that was first used um, by Mr. Williams was Anchor, and the Anchor FM app was an app I was introduced to in uh, 2018. And then I had the occasion to make a presentation of that app for the Apple Corporation. I was invited to the Soho store in Manhattan, New York. And that's one of the large stores too. And I had a one and a half hour presentation in front of an audience of store people as well as Apple employees themselves. So any customer coming in, you know, they had the occasion also to view the presentation. And one of the things I did present was the Anchor podcast app. Understanding the accessible use of it, I introduced it to a few people. One of them was Mr. Williams. And because Mr. Williams has such a 
great history in the realm of disability services. And his personal history is such a beautiful, profound, exciting, uh, you know, I've lived vicariously through Mr. Will in his podcast. So if you have listened to it the way I have, then you should know exactly what I'm talking about. And the level of history and knowledge that he possessed and the people in whom he has contacted and come in contact with throughout his life and career, they too are very interesting. So um, we sat down and we thought about it and we spoke about it. And I encouraged Mr. Will to examine the app. And he did. And he said, you know, this is a nice app. I said, yeah. And you know what you should do, right? He said, you know, you're giving me work. <laughs> I love giving Mr. Will work here. That's how we've done it for all the years that I've known and I've loved my mentor and friend, yeah? So I always give him work, man. But he always returned the compliment and give me back work. <laughs> so it's good. And what is great, though, in his doing this work, we also are benefited with a history of the Salvation Army School for the Blind, which is very, very important. Also, a history of the Jamaica Society for the Blind, which too is important. And he also spoke about Mona Rehab and his realm in the area of physiotherapy. Also, the founder of the Abilities Foundation, an institution, one of its kind in the Western Hemisphere, is a vocational training center where you have multi-disabled people under one roof. Uh, working together, learning together, and being employed gainfully. So, um, again, congratulations on your podcast, the interviews, and the inspiration that you give to people, Mr. Will. Thank you for that. Thank you ever so much. And thank you for your service, for your work, and for your worth. And we wish you continued blessings and more health and strength and more diversification. Yes, as well as being a podcaster, you are a uh, talk show host and also a presenter. So congratulations once again. I'm Patrick Lafayette from ChrisMixRadio.com. That's www.chris. M-I-X-R-A-D-I-O dot com. Or follow me on Twitter, hashtag Chris Mix Radio. Like us on Facebook, too. We do have an Instagram page, the official Chris Mix Radio. Take care of yourselves and blessings. Motivational statements. These are words of encouragement provided by guests to the show. We start off with Alex Henderson. And before we get to Alex, I just want to say that these people are not necessarily in the order in which they appeared on Vision Scope. So we start with Alex Henderson. And here is what 
Alex had to say. Well, I mean, I could talk all day about this kind of subject because I love personal development. But I'd, I'd say, for me, I would say that it's, it's, it's all about challenging yourself. It's about having a positive mindset. Like your, your, your personal situation, your life situation is one thing, but your, your mentality, your outlook, your mindset is what's going to carry you through life. That's what's going to steer you through life. Mm-hmm. And if you, you, I, I firmly believe that if whatever you, you put into your, put into life, whatever you put out there is what you're going to get back. And if you, if you approach it in a negative way, then that's all you're going to get back. So, so for me, life only flows in one direction. It flows in the positive direction. And the sooner you get in the flow with that, the more good things are going to come to you. So, and that comes from your mentality. And that's about taking responsibility for your life. It's about not blaming other people and not blaming yourself either for, you know, your problems, your challenges. It's about knowing that you, it's within your power to change it. And you can change it by your mentality and the actions that you take. So once you've got that positive mentality, it's really about challenging yourself and just getting outside your comfort zone, going after what you actually want and following your passions. And I think that that's what I'd like. like, I mean, that's the way I like to live my life. And I, I think it's just a really powerful way to approach life, really. This is part of what Ashrafia had to say in her closing statement. We are spoiled in today's generation. Oh yes. my! I look back to what we didn't have and what we do have. We'll world of difference. Everything. World, huh? world of difference. Oh my goodness me, Will! But when I was in school, I remember one of the teachers saying, "It's no point you learning computers mm-hmm. because you can't see." Uh, I wish I, I wish I could go back to all those people and say, uh, actually. I use a computer, I have a smartphone, and I teach people how to use these items. Mm-hmm. Yes, me, the yet lady who was told, no point you using a computer because you can't see. Yeah. It's so, when I say to my mum, it's so liberating. Like, oh, you know, everything that I was told growing up that I couldn't do because of my vision, Wilbur, I can do everything. Apart from drive a car, and that will probably come. But, Will, but can I tell you, I'm like a sat nav. If I could have my kids and my husband on the phone, I if you show me something once, I can memorize it. I have one of those memories. Yeah. And they're always like, right, we'll go there, but do you know the way? And I'm like, yeah, I remember it. Because yeah. I really pay attention because I can't afford to get anything wrong. I look at landmarks where they just take their vision for granted, don't they? Yes, yes. This is what Deacon Arthur Taylor had to say in his statement. For me, I encourage any person, and especially those who are visually impaired. Um, There is a verse of scripture that a lot of people always say, I can do all things. To Christ who strengthens me. Mm-hmm. It's a very profound truth, but it's one that you have to come to believe in. You have to believe that you can do 
and and you can do it as well and without comparing yourself to anybody yeah. and therefore for me my involvement and everything one of the scriptures that i kept telling everybody that i walk by faith not by sight. not by sight and many people laugh even yes. my sermon yes. but they have come to realize it that it is true because if you walk around looking at everybody's face faces and looking at what everybody's doing you are not going to be moving forward you're going to get become discouraged you're going to be turned back turned mm-hmm. down and all those kind of things so you've got to believe believe it in order for you to achieve it this is what roger smith had to say in his statement my parting words would be stay positive and do not be discouraged um because as the lord always says united we stand divided we fall but if you unite together you will you know you you'll be able to achieve what you ever you need to achieve we need to come together and be a unit be a family and you're going to find that walls will come tumbling down because your safety in numbers and they can't stop you they're going to try and stop you but have faith and be strong in yourself believe in yourself and you will be able to do what is done i mean there's companies like blinding business and they've been successful there's been you know you've got rnib you've got other charities here in the uk but i wouldn't worry about what other charities are doing worry about what you need to do yes uh, um, and if you find a niche if you find friends who are willing to work together then it's good i mean look at blind sports you've got people that you play blind tennis you've got people who you know like you know, blind sports. Just do what you are good at. Just do what you are good at. That's it. Good yeah. what, do what suits you and what you're good at and what you're excited at. I mean, you've got blind DJs. Who would ever thought you get a blind person who's a DJ and they're good at it? Yeah. So yeah. look at that. Or a linguist like me, like I'm an interpreter, I can do kind of stuff. But that's only because I chose that I wanted to learn. Yes. And so I excelled to learn. So, you know, I could have turned this up like I said, oh, you know, I don't like this and I don't like nothing and and never anything, but I I turn turn that all around. Up next is Damien McLean. Damien is chairman of the Jamaica Society for the Blind, and this is what he said. Well, you see, people should never stop trying. It's not everything will work, but you some things must work it's not if it's not suppose it's not maybe not everything will work but some things must work so people cannot stop trying so i i encourage people to try i'm always trying things and i've found that some work some don't work i've always I'm solutions-oriented. I'm always thinking, how oh, to solve this, how oh, to solve that. And it is something I try to inculcate in my children, too, in terms of trying this, trying that. So my my word of encouragement is simply keep trying. Yeah. If something don't work, try it another way. Try something else. It will work. There's one thing that's 
that always stand out with me and is the the gentleman who invented the light bulb. Yes, yes. Several he, tries, eh? Right. He did in excess of 10,000 tries and they had asked him why you keep, I mean, 10,000 tries every minute you try, it didn't work. Why you kept doing it? And he said because he knew that everyone he tried and it did not work took him one step closer to the one that would work. Mm-hmm. And that that always stand out with me. And that is how I, I think people should look on life, treat life. And somewhere in there you will find your own success. Up next is Yudali Wickham from Barbados. And this is what she said. Value yourself and value those around you. Sometimes we do not value ourselves. We do not appreciate the brilliance that we have within, you know. And I think that if we just have a small bit of value for ourselves, it will grow and blossom until we are really shining brightly we're illuminating our space the various spaces that we go into and of course valuing others by building genuine and meaningful relationships with them Arvel Grant Executive Director of the Caribbean Council for the Blind CCB is up next and this was his parting words. Whatever you do, make sure that it includes something that you like to do. You know, you're not always lucky enough to be paid to do what you like to do. Some of us have been remarkably lucky that we get paid to do what we like to do. Yes. But life, sometimes the, the need for cash, yes. which is one of the important fuels in human society, determines that you do get to work in places that you really, it's a, it's a job that you're doing very well, but you don't really love it. I would say, in addition to that job, go out and find something else to do that you love. Something that makes you feel happy when you do it mm-hmm. and gives you a sense of satisfaction and you would rather go and do it again and again and again. Uh, I, I try to live like that. I, I really try to make sure that the things that I do are things that I enjoy doing. And it has been very fulfilling. I mean, I've gotten myself, as I say, into the mid-60s. I have absolutely no chronic conditions. I've tried to manage stress uh, as much as possible. And, and part of that is to try and do things that you like to do. Next, we will hear from Julius Serrano of New Zealand. It would be all about emotions. The quality of your life, everybody, depends on how well you handle your emotions. This in particular refers to like negative emotions that you experience. Now, what I would like to share is a quick way for you to master your emotions. First one would be to wake up. Wake up and actually see that you're experiencing the emotion. Second one would be to label the emotion. What exactly are you feeling? Third step would be all about 
experiencing the emotion in your body because emotion is energy in motion. There is an epicenter for that emotion. And if you focus, if you allow the emotion to run through its course, you're going to identify where exactly is that emotion in, um, in, a, in your body. And when you do, it is going to be very easy to allow the emotion to run its course so that it will ultimately turn to peace. I believe that all emotions, whether positive or negative, when you allow it to run its course, it is going to be ultimately turning into peace. Up next is Ketan Kotari of India. I would say that, uh, let you know, in these uh, times of pandemic and, you know, negativity all the way, uh, let us all try to be thinking of better times that we had in the past and hope that something uh, better would come up in the near future. For instance, I miss my uh, socializing with friends, meeting them, chatting about so many things, um, you know, all those uh, eating out. All those things I miss, but then yes. who knows? Uh, let us all pray. And I am a believer in God, and I, I hope God will uh, uh, bring us uh, those good days back. I hope so. Let's listen now to Pastor Truth as he brings us the invocation. Amen. Amen. God bless each and every one of you. Um, I'm glad that you're here. Uh, praise God for each and every one of you tuning in. Um, so what I want to talk to you today real quick is about motivation, how you can find ways to motivate yourself. And in times like this, uh, especially if you've been noticing this late, this day in December, uh, that there's been a lot of people who have been dying left and right. Um, there's been a lot of people who are sick um, all over the place. Uh, people are still dealing with um, you know, financial issues, still dealing with sickness issues, um, all kinds of things. And it's when we get into areas like this, times like these, where it seems as though the world, the, the whole wide world is just sitting on our shoulders and we seem to be oppressed and we seem depressed and we don't know who to turn to. We don't know which way to go to even get some relief. And, and we feel like sometimes um, that we need somebody to help lift us up and tell us that everything is going to be all right in spite of the things that we're going through. But what happens when the very person that you usually go to for inspiration and for encouragement is going through so much themselves that they can't seem to give you an encouraging word that day? Um, they can't seem to help you because they're going through the same thing and they need an encouragement word. Uh, what about you if you're the one who usually encourages somebody and all of a sudden you can't seem to find an encouraging word for them, much less yourself? And what do you do? And there's a time, sure enough, that when we're in these situations, we have to learn. We have to learn to encourage ourselves. And I don't think that anybody knew this better than King David. King David wrote many of the divisions of songs. Uh, these songs help to really paint a picture of how well God uh, blessed him, how much God did for him, and how much God really loved him, and better yet, how much he loved God and obeyed God. 
And I think the Psalms were really written in essence to just remind David just how much God did for him and just how much he had really appreciated God because he wrote down his feelings about God at the time as well. Not just what God did, not just the testimony of God did this. He got me out of a snare. He caused my enemies to bow down or anything like that. But uh, as this, as my scripture that I'm imagining in my head right now says, it's in uh, Psalms 18 verses 1 through 3. If you have an opportunity to look it up, it says, I love you, O Lord, my strength. That's the first words that he spoke of. I love you, O Lord, my strength made sure that he acknowledged that. And he acknowledged the fact that God is his strength. When was the last time you told God that? That no matter what's going on, no matter how things may come out, that you are still my strength. You're what keeps me strong in the midst of all these things that are going through, going around. In the midst of COVID-19 with my mama or my sister or my aunt or my cousin are sick and, and feel like it, they're about to die. You're still my strength to keep holding on. You're still my strength to continue to go on and have faith that they will make it, that they will live and not die. You are the one who gave it all to me. And then he began to give God accolades for the different things that he did, that he was to, to David. You're my strength. You're my, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge. You are the shield and the horn of my salvation. You are my tower. All of these things. Do you know God to be these things for you? Have you really even considered it? Because see, when we begin to really consider those things, when we really begin to consider the fact that God has been all of these things for us, when it's all said and done, when the chips are made low, when they're all brought down, God has really done this for me. God has really made a way in these circumstances. God has really done this thing for me in these situations. Then we'll recognize and understand that no matter what we may have faced in the past, that God has already been there for us, always been there to do whatever needed to be done. And then when David goes through this recollection of everything that God has been to him, then he gave us an opportunity to do something that is beneficial to our spiritual life, which should cause us to be lifted up. I will call on the name of the Lord, for he is worthy to be praised. When was the last time you called him? Was it just when you needed a brand new car or you needed a brand new game system or you needed a brand new iPhone or when you needed some clothes or when you needed a, a light bill paid or whatever the case may be? Or do you call on the name of the Lord and do you recognize that he is worthy to be praised for all the things that he's done? Have you ever taken the time to really call on the name of the Lord and just tell him you appreciate him for everything that he's already done and recognize that he, that he is Worthy to be praised because, see, I want you to understand something. When you call on the name of the Lord in faith, in belief, he is always sure to answer you. He's always sure to come see about you. He's always come to make sure that everything is good with you, that there is no needs that need to be met. And if there is a need to be met, if there is an enemy on your back, 
If there is a circumstance that you're in that needs to be tended to you, I guarantee you that God will answer and he will answer on time because he is the God of salvation. He is a God of redemption. He is a God of protection. He is the Lord God, your banner, Jehovah Nisi. Hallelujah. I just want you to know that God is there to help you through whatever you need done. All you have to do is call on the name of the Lord. I don't care what it is. Oh, God, I'm sick and I don't know what to do, but I will call on the name of the Lord, for he is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. I don't care what it may be. Oh, I'm having financial issues, really, God. And I did my best with what I had, but nevertheless, I will call on the name of the Lord, for he is worthy to be praised. Uh, I don't care if it's a uh, family issues going on, your kids acting up, your spouse acting up, uh, you, you want a wife or you want a husband, I will call on the name of the Lord, for he is worthy to be praised. If you're having issues with school and you want to make it further, but you're having issues and you need some wisdom and some knowledge, I will call on the name of the Lord, for he is worthy to be praised. I guarantee you, if you begin to call on the name of the Lord in every situation and circumstance, if you even call on the name of the Lord. When everything is going right and there is no problem, God will be with you. He'll let you get to know him and he will give you joy and peace that surpasses all understanding. I think if you do this, you'll recognize and you'll see how much better your life will be for calling on his name because he is the Lord who is worthy to be praised. He is the Lord that is able to be honored and he is the Lord who wants to benefit your life in every way that he can. Just trust and believe in him. Put your whole heart and your whole faith into it and watch what it does. And then you can encourage yourself in his name. You can encourage yourself in what he's already done for you. You can encourage yourself in everything he's done for everybody else. And you can know that he is the source of your strength and your rock and your salvation, your banner, everything that you need. And you can simply call on his name and you can give him praise and know that whatever is going on, it will be made new and it will be made net better according to his precious and holy name. Camelia Candy Isaacs was a guest on the show and she, in addition to telling her story, gave us a rendition of a Negro spiritual swing low sweet chariot. Here she comes. Swing low, sweet chariot, coming for to carry me Coming forth to carry me Sweet Sweet Coming forth 
any questions or comments regarding this program, please address them to norwill2 at gmail.com. That is n-o-r-w-i-l-l number two at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Have a happy and productive week. That's it for today. Join me next time when we will present another in the series, Vision Scope. Music was provided by Rennie Williams, Jr.